Hey, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we have got a jam-packed episode filled with all kinds of great information. We're going to talk about rock ants. Believe it or not, ants that are made of rock, brand new discovery. Um, One of the things we're going to feature today is the Outback Opal Hunters. They found a fabulous gemstone. We're going to talk about that and actually worth a lot more than what they had originally said. So let's talk about that. Um, We're going to talk about um, the Star of Asia of Giant Sapphire, some 330 carats. We're going to talk about gemstones of Iran, many other things, interesting fossil trips uh, and fossil discoveries, a sea lily that fights until its arms fall off, just so much packed-filled information. We'll talk about gemstones for wealth and much more. So you'll want to stay tuned to the end. I want to give you an update. Um, This last weekend, I went up to Wrightwood with Zach and Jessica, and we were able to find some of that pink road night. So I was very excited. We've got the YouTube video up for your enjoyment, um, and I hope you like that. Also, we are going to be going on another field trip This next weekend, we're going to be getting Verde Antique uh, Marble, weather permitting, and Black Jade in the Mojave Desert. So you'll want to tune in for that when that video comes up sometime the following week. Now, I am moving to Idaho in a couple weeks and uh, will be in transition the next several weeks. So you can expect to hear less of me on the podcast and on the videos but uh, we'll be touching bases and back uh, up to some sort of speed of content for your enjoyment. Also, we were recognized by Feedspot for our YouTube video on rockhounding and noted in November 19th as the rockhounding top YouTube channel. Um, so that was a nice little honor. We uh, are getting quite a few views, thousands of views there, and the membership is picking up. You can catch us on Parlor at hashtag Radical Rocks. You can go to our blog and find our links at uh, the bottom of any one of the blogs at RadicalRocksUSA.blogspot.com. I will put that in the description so you can check it out. You can just type in Radical Rocks Facebook, Radical Rocks YouTube. We're going to pop up, all right? And you can listen to this on any app that you like, pretty much available. All right. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, and supporting the channel. And uh, just to ask that you take part of all the community activities that are available. Let's get right into it because there is a ton. I thought uh, this was pretty interesting. I wanted to get into this one first. But which gemstones to wear for wealth? That caught my eye. I was thinking this has got to be about the most valuable gemstone, but it was not. On November the 25th, um, a guest contributor um, contributed to HTTPS semicolon backslash backslash timesofindia.indiatimes.com and articles entitled, Which Gemstones to Wear for Wealth? Now, I don't concentrate too much on uh, the healing... Um, properties of gemstones and things like that. Um, Although sometimes the topics come up and there's some good articles sometimes that have a lot of information. So just as I look down this uh, list of gemstones that are 
conveying wealth or warn for wealth. I thought it was a nice, uh, interesting list and quite a variety too. Uh, green adventuring. That gemstone uh, is believed to help you uh, make money and all these things and many other things. And citrine, a beautiful yellow gemstone, is uh, brings luck to the merchant supposedly. Uh, pyrite, which is also known as fool's gold, is supposed to be the ultimate stone of luck and prosperity and supposedly attracts uh, coins and cash, summoning the law of attraction. And then the yellow sapphire. Um, I've just seen some of these a couple years ago for the first time. Really quite stunning. Yellow's not my favorite color, but really quite stunning. Uh, also, this helps you radiate this stunning energy that attracts wealth, according to this uh, article here. And garnets. Who doesn't love garnets, right? Um, it says it helps you clear your old debts. And then green jade. Jade is such a warm stone. Uh, also, uh, healing and uh, helps you not to limit money. And emerald. I love emeralds. Those are my favorite. If I could have a precious gemstone... Um, it would be a big, giant emerald. I've actually set a, a gem, uh, emerald before, and I chipped it. Talk about heartbreaking. But this one here is supposed to resonate with money and cash and so on. A blue sapphire. Beautiful, beautiful blue sapphire. Um, here is supposed to block the loss of money and bring inflow of money. And then malachite, uh, beautiful green gemstone associated uh, to protect from uh, financial misfortune and so on. So I, I, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but what a nice variety of gemstones. Green adventuring, citrine, pyrite, yellow sapphire, garnet, green jade, emerald, blue sapphire, and malachite. Who would have thought such a variety of stones would all be attributed uh, attributed to, um, you know, having good luck and warding off bad luck when it comes to financial things. How interesting. Now, how about a ge uh, geology-themed calendar? This is made available. Uh, they're not sponsoring me. It is a geology-themed 2021 calendar available from the College of Science. Nevada Bureau of Mines and Geologies compiles scenic photos and Nevada facts in this beautiful annual calendar. You can find this. I'll give you the number. Um, the website is www.unr.edu and uh, it's Nevada Today and if you look up uh, geology-themed to uh, 2021 calendar it's probably going to pop up but I'm going to give you the number it's a 12-month calendar um, different depictions of uh, Nevada um, Pyramid Lake, the Aselser Mountains different areas and you can buy the calendar for $12 um, they have a link to go online, or you can call 775-682-8766. So again, um, I'm not uh, receiving anything for this, but there's some beautiful photos in here, and uh, might be nice for the rock hounder in your life. Okay. Now remember, we're going to talk about the Outback Opal Hunters um, in a little bit here, but let's look at some more of these uh, fossil news and community news first before we get into that. Um, at the Gazette, at www.thegazette.com, a five-year-old's idea to rock her sister's world goes viral, brings the world uh, to their Iowa home. Now, this story here uh, is a sad story of a, a five-year-old who's actually in a very, very bad condition. Been in the hospitalized uh, some 30, 40 times. Been fighting um, 
you know, this disease that she has. Uh, it's Cora's journey. The little girl is Corey, Cora, seven years old, has a, um, a rare condition called trisomy 18, and it gives her three number 18 chromosomes, and it makes her very, very um, immune, or not immune, but sensitive to things, her cardio, or digestive, or pulmonary, everything is very fragile and in a lot of uh, danger, and the coronavirus is a serious, serious threat to this um, this young person here, but one of the things that brings her joy is painting rocks, and um, she was able to connect with a group on Facebook, a rock painting uh, project called Painted Rocks with three hyphens, and um, you can go there on Facebook uh, and look that up, Painted Rocks with three hyphens, one of the larger Facebook groups for rock painters, and uh, she is on there, and uh, you can find out about that article on the Gazette, and it's just a, a kind of a nice story that somebody can get so much joy from from this. Now, the next story, Ireland, okay? I swear I've talked about Ireland before. This article claims the first two dinosaur bones, the only dinosaur born bones ever found on Ireland, were confirmed for the first time by a team of experts. This article's coming from www.newsletter.co.uk, and uh, it's entitled... Ireland's only dinosaurs discovered in Antrim, A-N-T-R-I-M, by Helen McGurk on the 24th of November. And in short, he has only two bones. This guy found two bones. They're about, uh, you can hold them with your, in your hand. And he's a school teacher. And uh, apparently they feel that they might have washed up from the beach. And they feel like they might have identified them. Now, that's, you know, we've had conversations about that before. Um... But they feel that they have have identified them. One of them is uh, part of a femur. Um, one of them is uh, another part of the animal, and they have identified them as two-legged meat eaters. Um, one of them, let's see here. One of them is the cell, uh, the Celadosaurus, and the other is the Sarcosaurus. And um, it doesn't really tell how big these were, but they lived about 200 million years ago. They ate seaweed like giant iguanas do today. And um, that's about all it says. But looking at the size of these bones and one of them being part of the leg, I wouldn't think that they were, um, you know, much uh, bigger than, you know, bear or something from, from just what I'm seeing in this. You can check that out if you want. Kind of interesting. Now... Sometimes, uh, let me talk one more fossil here uh, while I've got it here. This is from the uh, Asia Simbun, A-S-A-H-I, and then Simbun, S-H-I-M-B-U-N, at www.asahi.com. And uh, it's by Takuro Yamano, and uh, they wrote it on the 22nd, and it's Fossil Shows Sea Lily severed its arms in defense in the Jurassic period. Now, they have a picture of modern-day sea lilies, which uh, are very feathery in their leaves. Now, this isn't what you think. Um, this uh, sea lily isn't like a, you know, like a water lily. The sea lily is more related to starfish, 
sea urchins and uh, belongs to the bottom dwelling marine species and this particular creature would can drop its arm um and and kind of uh it th the arm thrashes to divert predators away from the bodies of the sea lilies and uh, apparently through studying the fossils here um, they were looking at these fossils in from Utah and they have decided that uh, they are broken and they were broken as they were fighting off uh, and protecting their lives so very interesting next uh, China is uh, what about mining uh, going rock hounding on the moon. China is seeking the first lunar rock recovery since the 1970s to begin investigating the moon by Arzu. And uh, this was written in the Daily Guardian. You can go to uh, https semicolon backslash backslash the dailyguardian.net and um, you can see this article here where they have the rocket ship all ready to go. They are only the third country. Um, they would be the third country to bring back a uh, some actual rocks from the moon to actually um, land on the moon. So Russia and America have been there, and now um, China is planning on going there as well. So that's pretty exciting. This is going to happen um, pretty soon. Let's see on where was it? Developed through Chang six, seven, and eight missions through 2020. Explained through mending landing during the 19 extending expanded rather through the mending landing during 2030s. So then they plan in the 2030s to get samples from Mars. So it sounds like they're, um, you know, trying to keep up with America and uh, America promising to make it put a person on Mars. Now, another article called "The Lost Opportunity in Export of." uncut gems. Um, I thought this was interesting. It's at https semicolon backslash backslash urlisolation.com November 21st and domestic economy. It's merely talking about some of the things that may or may not be uh, minerals, gemstones coming out of Iranian uh, gemstones, Iran. And uh, that is slowing them down because um, they're having to take their stones and go through other countries such as Turkey um, and other countries to be able to sell their rocks and minerals and gemstones, which includes citrine, amethyst, jasper, and a wide variety of, of agates, which are in some 18 different Iranian providences. So I guess you could say um, if, uh, if, if it does end up being... A, um, a Biden presidency, this will probably open up a lot more. Um, or if it stays, uh, if it doesn't happen, then it looks like this uh, difficulty in transporting these gems from, from Iran would continue. So we'll just have to see how that ends up. Now, I want to talk about a beautiful sapphire, an amazing star of Asia Sapphire. This article is in www.freepressjournal.in, entitled "From Judpur D, or excuse me, J O D H P U R to U S, tracing the dazzling history of the Star of Asia Sapphire by Parkish Bahandra. 
and that was on the 22nd. They have a spectacular picture of this magnificent gem that is some 330 carats. It is a star sapphire of impeccable quality. Um, it m is maintained at the National Museum of National History in Washington, and over 7 million visitors every year go and check that out. And there is many, 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 145 million plants, animals, fossils, minerals, rocks, and other things that are on display there. This is one of the most popular ones to go check out. It is in a special showcase um, 330 carat star of Asia. Wow, what an amazing stone. You can read all about it here, or if you are in Washington, you would be able to go check that out. Um, amazing history on this stone is discussed in this article. Um, I believe it was almost lost once. There's also a video here, and there's even a book on it from the royal uh, family who had mentioned the star of Asia sapphire. And uh, so there's a lot of history here if you want to dig into this um, a little bit more. But some little facts are it is a deep blue-violet star sapphire with a distinct six-rayed star perfectly positioned in the center of this cabochon-cut stone with rays extending the whole girdle of the stone. The presence of rudal fibers makes the stones milky and translucent and is responsible for this star effect of the gemstone. It is the top quality blue star sapphires uh, in the world and second only to another one which is a staggering 563.35 carat star of India sapphire which is in the American Museum of National History in New York. So really what a beauty, what a beauty. Now I do not receive anything um, for mentioning uh, some of these companies, any of these companies right now, I would love to have a sponsor and we are seeking one and talking to people about a sponsor. Um, so if you know anybody who would like to be a sponsor, that would be great. But this article comes from Fire Mountain Gems and Beads Incorporated. And with winter coming and some folks just not able to get out, um, maybe not able to work on big lapidary equipment or whatnot, it's always nice to have... Um, to get your fix, you know, and I find that sometimes working with gemstones and beads and things like this are a way of doing that. And in the article that they sent me, you can subscribe to their newsletter. It's free. They had a wonderful article on holiday jewelry making. They've got a display of jewelry here that's made um, that look like angels with just a couple beads and this little angel wing. And you can make earrings. You can make a pennant all kinds of things and they have all the instructions here um, how to utilize a beading hook just to do a Thanksgiving type theme or a Christmas theme and they send all these articles all the time they had a thing about making Christmas necklaces and things like that you could use they showed um, like crystals or glass you know expensive glass but it could be done with you know gemstones as well because you can buy gemstones from them or your favorite um, rock gem mineral or bead uh, place. So check that out um, if you want to get some other ideas on jewelry that's easy to make um, for those days when you just don't have the time. Now I want to talk about rock ants. Rock ants. I was like, what the heck are they talking about? At https semicolon backslash backslash uh, insidescience.org, there's the article. It's called Science Discover 
rock ants covered in mineralized armor. This armor helps the leafcutter ant to defend the valuable fungus that they grow for food. They did all these studies on ants and they found out a certain percentage of them have a coating of minerals on their shells. Now they knew that insects cousins in the ocean like lobsters and stuff like that um, use minerals to help build a harder shell on their on their body but after x-raying ants they found rock ants the coating was a magnesium rich calcite that developed rapidly as the worker ants matured covering nearly the entire body now they poked it and found out it was twice as hard as the exoskeleton of typical ants beetles and even honeybees and they started to do all these tests on him they pitted him against other ants it was ant wars ant fights battle royal to the death and these biomineral armored workers these rock ants killed the enemy soldiers they were set uh, against where the ants that didn't have it um, killed only 20% now these mineral armored ants had higher survival rates 80% versus about 6 the biomineral armored ants also lost significantly fewer body parts than the non-mineral ants did also, they were more resilient to diseases and all sorts of other things. Very interesting um, article. Now, I want to share a couple other things with you. Before we get into the Outback Opal Hunters, which is really amazing, the opal that they found and what all is involved, I wanted to share with you, um, where is it? It's right here somewhere. Oh, it was about these cloths radiant cloths again i get uh you know i subscribe to many different emails um so i'm always looking for interesting information to share with you on rocks gems minerals lapidary all things you know radical rocks all things rocks and gems and lapidary and there was one here i really wanted to share with you about this interesting cloth because i know a lot of you are making jewelry and um i hope i can find it Ah, here it is. Okay, so um, if you are into jewelry, you probably know about Rio Grande. Again, this is not sponsored. I'm not. I'm not uh, shilling them. I'm just sharing information with you. Rio Grande. You can get a newsletter. They send all kinds of interesting things. It says enhance your cleaning capabilities with sunshine, which is a registered trademark. Radiant cloths, and they talk about these polishing capabilities of this cloth with this dual-sided radiant cloth. Now, I haven't even used it, but it sounds really interesting. It has a... Uh, oh, shoot. It has uh, the ability to remove uh, residue and uh, other things. So you might want to check that out. Um, they have a lot of other products and stuff like that. Sometimes they have videos that can help you, you know, with projects and things like that. So you might want to check that out. Now, in conclusion, we're going to finish this final article on the gemstone um, hunters the opal hunters let me pull that up it is found at https semicolon backslash backslash um, tvblackbox.com.au rare hundred and twenty thousand dollar gemstone discovered on season finale of outback opal hunters dated november 20th by media release 
And originally they had said that this beautiful double black-faced opal was valued at about $55,000 on camera. Um, but <laughs> they found out uh, after they showed it to a carver and some other people looked at it and said, no, this baby is worth a lot more. It's a $120,000 opal. There's a video of it there. It is spectacular. Um, the Outback Opal Hunters is a regular show that you can watch on TV. Uh, the season final airs on... Okay, it airs on Thursday, November 26th at 7.30 p.m. And that is the final episode where you can learn about the Outback Opal Hunters and see this really cool gemstone. Um, we want to thank you guys. And remember, rock hounds don't die, they petrify.